This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Just in time for the holidays, fill your home and your season for less at homedepot.com. With up to 40% off a wide assortment of select bedding and bath linens. Update your bed or bath online, right from the comfort of your own cozy couch. Even get free delivery and flexible returns. How's that for holiday cheer? Up to 40% off. Holiday home decor improved from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Online only. Free delivery on select items $45 or more. Visit homedepot.com for more information. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee. Ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Here's the scenario. You're injured in a collision and your insurance company is denying your claim. It happens far too often. If it happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. My team and I work for people just like you. We don't accept cases on behalf of insurance companies, so you and your family can make sure that you're in good hands. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Super Bowl Sunday, 129-102, to 102, an 11-game win streak tying the franchise record, second seed in the East, Toronto Raptors beating the Chicago Bulls, Terrence Davis a 31-point game, one of the best performances we've seen from a rookie this year and ever as a Raptors rookie performer. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast, I'm your host Samson Folk, today here to detail for you the aforementioned game against the Chicago Bulls. And a fun one, really, because we got to keep pace with the fantastic Terrence Davis as he lit them on fire, did his thing, killing it from downtown. Six of seven at the end of the game. By the end of the game, I believe he was 12 of 15 shooting from the floor. So only three missed shots, 12 made. Incredible proficiency there. Incredible efficiency there as well. I suppose it's both. But the Raptors actually didn't have that great a start to this game as they're overzealous at times defense got them in trouble and we've seen this happen in quite a few games this the Raptors especially with being the defending champions they've seen it all they've done it all at this point so there's nothing that they haven't seen really that's going to surprise them which leads to a little bit of malaise they also know they're a very very good team and believe it or not they do have the switch to flip on they almost fully down the roster there seems to be this 
inherent idea and ability to decide, okay, now's when the game starts for us, and they can put stuff away from then on. As they were down at the half in this game, I think 62 to 60, sorry, 63 to 60, but that was largely because of their defense and their defense's inability to lock down the Bulls, who were getting into the paint pretty easily off the top doing a really good job of passing the ball around, side top side action, or just making the proper skip pass to find open shooters. And the Bulls in that first half, they hit 11 triples. 11! That's a lot. And that, that powered a lot of their, their offensive production. And the Raptors, as we know, this is one of the parts of their defense. One of the features is that they do give up a lot of three-point shots. So if guys like Ryan Arcidiacono are hitting threes or Arcidiac, our city, Akino? I don't know. White people names are so hard to pronounce. Don't you guys find way harder than Giannis Antetokounmpo? That I, uh, that's what I think anyway. But the Raptors surrendering open three-point shots to our city, Akino, guys like that, who, and believe it or not, he shoots over 40% from downtown. You might not expect it. He rang his first triple off the corner of the backboard from the sideline, uh, from the corner, I should say. And so you might think, okay, and he doesn't have a very smooth shot. It's very, very short. He looks like a T-Rex kind of shoots his jumper for him, but he hits his threes. Other guys on the Bulls making their shots. Luke Cornett coming in. I love Kobe White. He can come in and bang in a couple triples, but Tomas Sadoransky, Thad Young, Chandler Hutchinson, all these people punching in a couple triples, making it better for the Bulls. Oddly enough, Zach Levine didn't hit any in the first half, in the game at all, actually. But the Bulls, really great job of, A, to start out hitting those threes, making the Raptors' defense sweat a little bit. That made the closeouts come a little bit more urgently. So not only were the Raptors kind of overzealous with their doubling and their trapping, which is something we see all the time from their defense, but the Bulls did a good job of passing out of it. Then they made the Raptors pay on the back end, hitting their threes. Then the Raptors' closeouts got even more aggressive, then the Bulls started attacking the closeouts and shifting the defense even more. And that just led to even more open triples. And the Raptors, whether it's their fault for allowing that as a defense, or if you can remarkably, you know, Thaddeus Young hit three out of five triples in this game. That's not a super big feature of his offense. It's it's not something you might expect every game. And the Bulls, once the Raptors actually clamped down, I think they started out 11 from 22. They finished 15 of 48. That means they hit four of their next 26, which is terrible. That's less than that's less than 15%, I think. And once the three-point shot went away, their offense at the rim was sparing, to say, to say the least. And the Raptors, after surrendering so much in the first half, really getting things back on track in the second half. But their own offense in the first half, pretty good. They did a good job. This 60 points and a half, that's... Par for the course with the Raptors. They do a decent job of scoring the ball. We all know this. Pascal Siakam, really great job of attacking his mismatches. The Bulls don't really have a guy who can guard him. Thaddeus Young is decent when he's guarding Pascal Siakam in the post. But when he has him out on the perimeter, that just leaves a lot of room for error for the Bulls. They they can't really contain Pascal Siakam out there, especially if Thad Young is on him. And if they want to try and put a guard or a tweener type of player like Denzel Valentine on him, He's going to get eaten in the post. And Pascal Siakam did a really great job of recognizing where to go, what to attack in that first half. And the Raptors, they relied on it a little bit. Kyle Lowry, of course, his stylings were important. 
But Fred VanVleet, I thought, had a really great job commandeering and steering the Raptors' offense in the first half, keeping them afloat. Serge Ibaka as well doing a good job just being a release valve in the middle. And Terrence Davis, of course, in that second quarter, doing a great job of getting the Raptors back into it after they fell a little bit behind. Terrence Davis coming in with two huge triples, this big influx of offense, a guy who's not gun-shy at all. He's willing to take it to the rim. He'll take the open shots. There's no hesitation in his game. And his fans, and even when you're playing, let's say you're playing pickup, with your friends, guy, girl, whatever it is, if somebody is willing to take shots with no hesitation, you usually like that. Even if they're not an incredible shooter, people hate to watch hesitation in players. They like the people who are quick decision makers. And Terrence Davis, even if he's missing, at least he's a quick decision maker. And a a great defensive game for him today, I think, especially after last game, he wasn't so sharp defensively, had quite a few lapses. But In this game, we see him really strong defensive performance. That started in the first half as well. The Raptors just keeping pace before they got ready to put the the Bulls away. Much better team. They figured it out in that second half. They won the third quarter 35-22. And I think Serge Ibaka deserves a lot of credit for how that quarter went. Terrence Davis as well started pouring it on in the third and fourth. That's where the bulk of his points came. But Serge Ibaka, not only as a scorer, but I thought he was a terrific backstop for the Raptors' defense in that the Bulls, once those threes stopped dropping, and they started to head towards the rim a little bit. And Boucher deserves love for this as well. Both Ibaka and Boucher, I thought, did a fantastic job of rotating, swaying guys away from that, making guys take leaning or floating shots to their right or to their left making it difficult generally on anybody who decided to venture into the paint. Serge Ibaka, just having the players like Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, OG Ananobi rotating around him, closing out. There's a lot of chaos in the Raptors' defense, but it needs to be controlled chaos. And with Serge Ibaka acting as a calming you know, rim presence at the back end, that allows the Raptors to be a lot more aggressive. And their aggression in that second half really paying off, causing turnovers, The turnovers were a bad thing for the Raptors in the early part of the game. Helped fuel the Bulls offense a little bit. The Raptors getting that back in time in that second half. Getting to be aggressive. Getting to force the Bulls into turnovers and getting to run out in transition. Really turning the tide. Really flipping the script on the Bulls. And really asserting themselves as the better team in this game. Their bench unit, whether it's Chris Boucher, Terrence Davis, Patrick McCaw had a really great game as well. All these guys coming together to play some pretty good Kyle Lowry plus bench minutes. And just just really fun to watch. Obviously, we all rallied around the idea of Terrence Davis. It was a great game for him. That's who we want to talk about. He did such a good job of attacking the Bulls defense, even as a ball handler, as a tertiary option. Just finding the right balance pretty much in every aspect of his own game today. That fit really well alongside Kyle Lowry, who's taking charges on defense identifying the mismatches on offense, even if it's just Kyle Lowry seeing something on the floor and swinging it to the other side so somebody else can give, let's say, Pascal Siakam a post-entry pass. That's still Kyle Lowry's recognition, and he's so important that it's so important that he's on the floor to make those recognitions and to help guide the Raptors' offense when some guys don't always get that. Patrick McCaw, the Raptors, they love running him as the primary ball handler in their horn sets, Terrence Davis, really good working off the ball in those sets as well. That was a success story for the Raptors today. 
And Chris Boucher, a terrific job in the third and fourth quarter, especially of being a dominant rim-running threat. The Bulls' defense, lackadaisical as it is, could not keep up with him at all. When he attacked the lane, he attacked it hard. Luke Cornett or whoever was rotating over at the time had no recourse to deal with the flying-in Chris Boucher. He got to the rim. He finished well. He was great defensively, flying around, getting blocks. It was, it was a great game. And the Raptors' bench really showed up. They they got to play low minutes. The Raptors, they just kind of waltzed into the end of this game. Terrence Davis, I think, tied 31 points would be the sixth most. I think tied for sixth in the highest scoring Raptors rookie game. You would have to get to 37 to be the highest, I believe. But Nick Nurse pulled him out. He got all the fanfare, all the fans clapping for him, showing him love, giving him attention. Raptors pulled this one out. We got an O'Shea Brissett alley-oop before things ended. All good things. Terrence Davis saying that he likes to let his game talk for him, that he just works hard. Afterwards, in his interview with Kayla Gray from TSN, crediting the Raptors organization, saying that he understands how good a spot he's in. He recognizes the Raptors organization for how good it is, how it helps build him up, and how it puts him in positions to succeed, and obviously crediting his teammates. Really humble sentiment, really humble guy, because after you score 31 points, you throw down 6 or 7 from downtown. Just a really dominant expressive game from Terrence Davis after being left off the Rising Stars game, which makes hardly any sense at all. But I guess I'll swing that into the Reggie Evans Award, which I think deservedly goes to Terrence Davis. There are so many aspects of his game that are lunch pale, like Reggie Evans. He is you know, a physical specimen. He could have been a football player. Maybe he could have even been in the Super Bowl today had he chosen another route. But on top of that, you see him Euroing to the basket, finishing with a soft touch at the rim, pulling up, hitting six or seven from downtown. And generally, when he's going downhill, making really great reads, there are soft, finesse parts of his game that are in stark contrast to how physical he plays. And he is a beautiful meld of the both styles coming together in whatever the the manifestation of basketball tough guy and basketball finesse is that is Terrence Davis the second it's it's super fun to watch him play he's had a great year it sucks that he's not being rewarded with the rising stars game but the least I can do is give him the Reggie Evans award so Terrence if you're listening this this for you man you had a terrific game today and congrats on the season I know you're not listening but Every radio, podcast, TV host does this thing where they allude to somebody watching. They're never watching, but they continue on with the bit as I am now. And it's always, always pointless. And, you know, it's probably more likely that Kevin Durant listens to this than Terrence Davis at any rate. But the Mitchell Robinson Award, I don't think there is one. There wasn't anything particularly villainous in this game. Just a nice Sunday smackdown for the Raptors getting everybody ready for the Super Bowl, all good things, all good things. And the top quick reaction comment from John Seville, or if it was in Spanish, John Seville. I'm not sure what it is. I'm going to guess John Seville. Wow, what a turnaround. Complete domination, seven players in double figures, huge performance by the bench, and a breakthrough game by TD, not to mention a brilliant coaching job by Nick Nurse. Yeah, I talked about the bench. I talked about Terrence Davis, but great to bring up Nick Nurse as well. I think that he coached a fantastic game, reeling in the defense after a porous first half, 
getting the guys a much better compete level, a lot more disciplined in a lot of ways, and definitely funneling the the Bulls players in better ways than how they did in the first half, keeping the minutes low for everybody, recognizing who are the hot shooters, who are the hot guns, running with the young guys, trusting them to take this game and take it home after the Raptors in past games have had trouble withholding leads and have given up a lot of leads and trusting them today keeping the minutes low I'm sure they all want to go watch the Super Bowl I'm sure they all want to hang out and enjoy the rest of their day their people as well how they enjoy the rest of their life affects what they do on the court giving them that extra time giving the players who don't play as much more time everything melding together for a fantastic game all good things all positive but for me that's it that's the end whether you listen to this well, it, I hope you liked it, first of all, but whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.